All right, y'all, what is going on? It is your man, Gerard Kenneth. Thank you so much for checking out my podcast. It's supposed to be a different podcast. This is episode 21, uh, entitled Peep Game. And uh, I have a brother from within the community here in uh, Central Texas. Uh, he goes by the name Diesel. All right, man. I, from what I know, he's an artist. I only know that, like a few things about the cat. He's an artist. He's a comedian. And I think at one point, uh, you were doing something within the political field here. Right. Oh, yeah. You're an educator as well. Um, yes. You are a father. Um, yeah. What else, man? What else? <laughs> what else do you do? Man, I do a little of everything, man. Um, I did run for school board. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make films. I make music. I'm a comic. Um, a father, mm-hmm. as, as you said. Um, I just like to help people, man. But uh, if you ask me what I do, man, I think. I'm word. a natural every step. Word, word. Okay, so and what I did notice, we we talked about this offline. So, um, uh, you you're from Michigan as well. Uh, you it said uh, you're from Detroit. I'm actually from Saginaw, so that's not that far. Yeah, so it's okay. kind of like like distant cousins or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but um, what I, I I entitled the 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 podcast Peep Game because what I noticed about you and I thought it was funny. I always thought it was funny. You say stuff that people don't like. It's not that they won't agree with it. It's just the fact that they don't like that you're saying it. You know what I'm saying? And I always thought that for real. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I was like, yo, but he telling the truth about stuff. And you got people like, I, I, I feel, I don't, okay, you don't like it, but you can't refute what he's saying. And so in most cases, they try to you attack know. your character. Like they go and attack the, the messenger versus actually listen to what what's being said yeah um, i think that you hit it right on the head uh, i say stuff that people don't like mm. um i have a really close friend of mine um who says you know he says that people think that i'm such a real person but it's not that it's just that i don't know how to lie i'm mm. incapable of lying i just always say what i feel mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. And, and so um my thing is I understand that there are two sides to every point of view. Right. And so I would be lying if I said I didn't often sometimes point out that other point of view that no one else is. Um and it's not necessarily because I feel that way. Mm. It's just you just keep it as an open, honest forum like okay. And um a lot of people have lying loyalty they're very biased and they just want to see things their way mm-hmm. their way mm-hmm. Home. Mm-hmm. and they feel like if they even entertain another point of view it's going to change how they feel or some or change something about them and right. people don't like change you know and they fight it right L- let me ask you this man because um like your your audience is is a mixed bag but i see majority of women commenting, kind of like trying to like, mm, what? Just they argue for the sake of argue. I remember, I can't man, I, I can't remember how many times I actually like watched it, like watched the video, or saw something that you posted, and you sit and sit there, and, and you were just like, you just arguing just to argue. Like you, you would say something like that to somebody, you'd be like you're just arguing just to argue. Like you have no points <laughs> in what you're saying. Yeah. You're just arguing <laughs> just to argue. And for me personally, I hate arguing. So it's like, either you say what you need to say, and I say what I need to say, and either we're going to agree to disagree, or you're going to like, or I'll be like, oh, okay, I see where you're coming from, but I don't agree with it, or I agree, or vice versa. But we're just arguing just to argue. It's like, nah, you go talk to yourself. Have an argument with yourself exactly. or something like that. So, but, um, you said that, like, you just see things from a different perspective. Have, has that always been the case with you? Or like did things transpire to where you woke up one day was like, hold up, wait a minute. I'm paying attention. I'm seeing what you're doing now. Oh yo, that ain't that ain't cool. Like what 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 caused that? Um my my mom says I've always been this way. Mm-hmm. Honestly, um I was diagnosed as bipolar uh, back in 2007. Okay. And so, um, and so once they slapped this label on me, like, okay, I wanted to understand what they thought being bipolar was. Mm. And so 
I am what I like to call a binary person. It's a one or a zero. Okay, I am gotcha. a computer, like, for mm -hmm. the most part. It's either this or that. There is no gray area. Mm -hmm. Not saying that a gray area doesn't exist, but a few things are 50-50. You know, mm -hmm. it'll always lead, uh, lean towards one side or another. Mm -hmm. And I hate to be wrong. And so, when you're a person, like, I loathe being wrong. Like, I hate the whole concept of not knowing something. Right. When you ask someone something and they say, I don't know, it bothers me. It's one thing to not know. It's another thing to have no desire to want to know something. Mm. Um, and so, when you don't want to be wrong, you have to open that other door. You have to understand what the other side of the argument. Mm -hmm. um, you can't be afraid to see things from another person's view, right? Um, you know, and I think that a lot of people are afraid of another person's point of view. Mm -hmm. Kanye West said something that kind of um, stuck, stuck with me. He said that people think that his power is that he has a lot of social influence. He says he feels that his superpower is he's not easily. Hmm. You know, um, and I think when you look at how Kanye moves, I think you can easily see, you're right, he doesn't do what we want him to do. Right. But so many people look to him for what they should be doing. Um, and I find myself in that spot, you know, where I am a natural leader. People want to see what I'm doing, mm -hmm. but they don't always like what I'm doing. Word. Now, but, but why, why is that? Why? Man, you said a couple things in there. I was like, ah, oh, I was trying to remember. But you said they don't they don't like what you're doing. They like to it's almost like they like to watch you, but it's like I don't like that he's doing it. Is it because it's is it because it's just you or is it because of what you're doing specifically? That's definitely the vibe I get. I've I've learned um that it's people that just don't like they um uh, it's it's people that feel that I think too highly of me. Um, which that's the thing that I, I don't understand. Um, case in point, I did a top 10 list of local comics, um, um, cause I've been doing comedy and the list was nothing more than promo for the people that I'm doing comedy with because we have more shows. Um, I put myself at five on the list, put some people below me, some people above me. Um, it's other comics that I put on my list a high position that felt I didn't deserve to be on my own. Um, something that I did as truly positive promo to draw attention to what we're doing as a unit. But people were bothered by my opinion of myself saying, hey, you don't deserve to be on your own list, which I, I just thought was the funniest thing in the world because <laughs> it's, it's an opinion. And I rubbed them the wrong way by having a high opinion of myself. I have a lower opinion of anyone else. No one took exception to not being on the list or being put on a lower position on the list. People were bothered by me being on the list. Which, um, you know, that kind of put it in perspective that they're just bothered by me. Not necessarily. And I know what I'm doing. My presence rubs them the wrong way, but for whatever reason, they continue to tune in. <laughs> they continue right. to, to watch, you know. So that I mean, even in itself, that shows that you 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 have influence, but that you you see yourself in a certain light, you value yourself in a certain light. But that also shows that they. And I'm gonna get into that in a minute. They they it's like they place their own value on you. Like I value yeah. you this way, you should feel the way that I value you. So, in in light of, I think you know this about me, man. I love talking about relationships. Um, I recently yeah. did. Um, a podcast. I've been trying to put it up on YouTube. I wanted to do something different. Put that. I got to edit some more stuff and put that. Put the audio and stuff on YouTube. But um, are you are you familiar with MGTOW? No. Okay. So MGTOW, check it out, bro. So MGTOW means men going their own way. And in one perspective, okay. like like you said, uh, I'm trying to remember the post, like not verbatim, but basically you was like, you said I could cook for you. I'll smash, and oh, then I won't talk okay. to you for a month. What sign am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, no, here's the. I was like, well, here's the thing. I said, we probably. I said, you probably saw something, and was like, oh no, I ain't fooling with that, and just cut shorty off. But 
they're not paying attention to that. They're just like, oh, well, he did this for me and he did that. And then he just stopped talking to me. I wonder why when I realized and like, you're not, they chose not to examine themselves. And then when I basically said that, he was like, oh man, don't, don't tell them that. You put no more game. <laughs> no, but but when, <laughs> but I was like, well, they ain't gonna pay attention no way. They probably just saw a whole bunch of words, just like, oh, I don't want to read that, right? Mm-hmm. So, but the reason why I'm bringing that up because it, it ties into what MGTOW is. MGTOW means uh, men going their own way, and essentially, is men more in particular like good men or men that are start that that were privy to certain things. And they will say, um, oh, I see this. You're just using me for this, 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 this. You're not seeing me as a person. Just like I put it like this. I was talking to a friend of mine about this. And what I was saying is if women are, for the most part, we know this for a fact, majority of women are solely being sexually objectified. That's it. We don't care if she got money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She can make more money than us. We don't care about that. Like, does she look good? You know what I'm saying? Like all this other stuff. Does she have kids? Does she not have kids? But ultimately, like, like in many cases for men, we sex we sexually objectify women. But that's the, that's pretty much the only thing, right? Meanwhile, the, yeah. with us, which people are not paying attention to, we as men, we're sexually objectified. We're financially objectified. We're socially mm. objectified. Why? Because wow. I'm saying, and this is what MGTOW kind of like talks about. And in the in the in the podcast, I actually referenced MGTOW in the Bible, and it was like the uh, the book of Proverbs actually talks about what type of women to look out for, and it's the type of women that like that will trap you. The Bible talks yeah. about that, and so you when you got the MGTOW movement saying, "Hey, look out for these women. They want to like this one cat. He calls him a succubi, and it's pretty hilarious. He calls him yeah. a succubi, right?" And so I was like, dang, that's messed up. <laughs> but it, essentially, you got some women that just literally want to drain you. They don't want to add nothing to you, which re- references mm-hmm. back to the Bible. Because a lot of women, you, you, if you ain't seen it yet, bro, wait till somebody post something about, I want a Proverbs 31 woman and watch females flip about it. It's a reason because, <laughs> okay. because it's a reason why they flip. Because it's talking about what a woman is supposed to be. And then they're automatically assuming that a man is saying that, which technically he is. But he's actually referencing a conversation that his mother's had with him. His, ah, okay. his mom told him, hey, don't be this type of dude. What she said was, first, what she said was, well, what should I t- I'm not going to say it verbatim, but she was like, this is my son, the son of my womb. I made promises. I made vows concerning my son. What's the best thing I could tell you? Oh, I know what I could tell you. Don't be out here smashing all these chicks and don't be tricking your money out. That's essentially what she was saying in layman's terms. That's literally what she said. What she said was, don't give your generative strength to women and your money away. And don't be marrying all these different foreign women that, basically women that don't fit you. You need to be finding one woman. And she said, these are the ways that destroy kings. So one, she told us, mm-hmm. what, what, in one perspective, he's a king. And especially as black men, we are descendants of kings, historically speaking. Yeah. Even in the Bible it talks about that. So you got that, right? And then she goes into detail about, Oh, okay, now this is the type of woman you should be with. That's why women flip. Because they're like, well, I don't fit that. Why do I got to be like that? It was like, because she just said that he shouldn't be with a woman like you because you're this type of woman. You want to drain him. You know, and then one Mm -hmm. one part says she does good to him all the days of his life. And he can trust her. Uh You see what I'm saying? And it's like the way things is. So even in that, you have people, they can like, now you got a bias thing where some people are like, well, why? Why, what about him? It's like, well, if it's a good dude, you ain't got nothing to worry about. But if it's a good dude and you treating him like he a no good nigga, then that's a problem. You know what I'm saying? Bro, I'm 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 reading this proverb word, uh, and I'm like, wow, like I, I see no lies here. And, yeah. Um, I will say the list for the traits of the men, mm. I I love. Mm. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Now the list of traits for the woman it's a longer list but it's not necessarily all including traits in relation to her marriage mm-hmm. these are traits in relation to her as a person as a person a woman she should be exactly in the community exactly it's more of a standard and i've never read this yeah um, man. but i definitely think this is 
that's an what, ideal woman. And that, in a that's lot why of they ways, flip. You know? <laughs> that's why they flip and some feel some type of way. But the, also the other thing is with proverbs, it's basically like the, the dude for the most part is rem is reminiscent on his conversations with his parents. So like the rest of that whole book itself is basically a man telling his son, hey, don't be this type of dude. I seen this dude do this. He's an idiot. I seen this dude do that. He's an idiot, too. So mm -hmm. like so it's giving even though it's given the like in the book like because there's other different chapters where it talks about hey look out for this type of woman don't marry this type of woman be with this woman like uh if you go to like Proverbs 4 14 11 it's, it talks about how uh, a wise woman builds her house right but a mm -hmm. foolish woman tears it down that's 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 equivalent to finding somebody uh the, the, like kind of like the phrase that says um what is it what is it like um if they're They'll help you lose what you, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like the only time a woman has made a man a millionaire when that man was a former billionaire. That's essentially what it's saying. Like, yeah, 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 that's a good one. I'm like, sheesh. <laughs> Dang. But you, but you see what I'm saying? And so the rest of the book is actually just telling the man, hey, this is what you need to do. This is the type of man you need to be. Don't be like these other foolish cats out here. Like the rest of the book talks about that, but it's like periodically it'll say stuff about, hey, now that I'm telling you what type of man you need to be, this is the type of woman that you need to be looking for when you're this type of dude. You can't tell a yeah. dude, hey, I mean, you can't tell a dude that, that, that per se, this is, this may be debatable because we can if a, we can't tell a dude that's gonna treat a woman wrong and all this, you know what I'm saying, just dog her out and be the statistic, right? That, hey, you you need to find a good woman. Why? Because he doesn't even know who he is to even operate and to, to appreciate something like that. But it's different when he's learning these things about himself and he's being taught these things, right? As a matter of fact, uh -huh. I just watched the video uh, you had shared with, uh, from uh, Jeremy L. Holloman. And something. Okay. So it was, and it was uh, in reference. I like what he did because it was almost like a Derrick Jackson thing. But it, I, don't, I don't really like yeah. Derrick Jackson. For Derrick is a hater. I don't. <laughs> I didn't realize that he would. Because some stuff, I was like, okay, I get what you're saying, bro. But I was like, wait a minute. He keeps throwing us under the bus. Why is he throwing That's us it. under the bus? I was like, I don't understand. But there, there was no, there, there was no accountability. There was no solution. It was just him saying, yeah, I know, girl. And I was like, nah, bro, hold on. Because she going to end up being with these same type of dudes. And that's what Jeremy Holloman was saying. He's like, hold up. And I've said that a few times in some like groups and stuff that I've been in. I'm like, what type of dudes are y'all talking to? And they would laugh. And I said it in, like being funny. But I was like, there's things I'm like. True story. True story. You know, you know, I've been out here dating. Right? Uh -huh. So I met a woman last, last year. She was 30. Mm. She was a year older than I was mm. at the time. Um. He had three teenage children. Mm. All right. Um, started dating her, um, met her children, and she shared to me something her children shared with her. And she was like, um, you're the first man that I've dated since I've been in Texas. I had his own house. I had his own car. Mm. Um, and, you know, and the, her kids liked that because he wasn't trying to just move a random nigga in, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, and... He uh, had an extra vehicle to help out with stuff like that. And he, I was like, wow. Like, you've been here two years. You've been dating a couple dudes, two, three dudes. And I'm the first man that you've dated that has a transportation and has his own place to lay his head that doesn't have to rely on you. Wow. I just don't know how hard it is for mm -hmm. black women. Like, yeah. they got there going through it. But it all boils down to the same thing. They choosing niggas over men. Mm. That's what that, that that's what it boils down to. And I had a young lady ask me yesterday a question that I thought she was being uh, being facetious, mm. but she was dead serious. She was says, "Do niggas look like me?" Like, oh, I, I was just going, said, man, wow. Like, I was like, if you choosing a man solely off of physical characteristics, you setting yourself up for failure. Yep. One way or another, I'm like, does a value system not matter? Does character not matter? Um, you know, does financial status not matter? Like tangible things that you can look and measure progress. Like you gotta measure a person as a whole. But if you're asking me, do men and niggas look alike? And I answered no. I said, you do do you think that all niggas are black? Is that what you're telling me? Mm. So only when you 
hear the word nigga, the visual that you think of is a black man. That is the problem. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that you see women post all day at my house. Ain't no good nigga. Um, and then even some go as far as to say there aren't any good men. The, the biggest difference between black men and black women is this. Every black man has had at least one amazing black woman in their life. Whether it was mama, grandma, auntie, big sis, someone. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all had at least one. So you never hear black men say that black women aren't big. Like, we, we, we never bash black women. We may say something like, bees ain't, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Something yeah, like that. Yeah. But we never say our women aren't big. But every black woman hasn't had a positive black male in their life. You know right, what I'm saying? Like right. when you look at things like seven out of ten are black women are molested before they turn eighteen, and usually by a family members. Man, you know what I'm saying? Yes. But when you look at things as a whole, I understand why they don't trust. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand why they look at us like we have failed them on so many levels. But at the end of the day, they have to accept some accountability for the standards that they are allowed because. If they force men to hold themselves to a higher standard, we will or will be really simple. Mm. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? It's like men aren't cavemen out here. No one out here is taking your 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 uh, gift from you. Right, you know right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you're you're willingly making a choice and you're making some bad choices and right. not Because men make bad choices too. Yeah, of course. And you know what's funny? Um while I was teaching, um, well, this is like uh, when I was subbing back then. Um, a young, uh, I remember some kids. Uh, one young lady, she was like, "Well, how can we tell?" It goes back to what you were saying. She said, "Well, how can we tell if he's a good man or not if we weren't used to that?" Because you got some people that are actors, and I was like, "I'm like, well, what I told her was, I said, you got somebody in the background always saying like they they they're looking at you, they're on the outside looking in, and they can see things that you don't see." And you, mm-hmm. for the most part, you're you're not listening to them. Not every girl, not every woman is out there saying, even if it's a good, uh, not a good dude, but he looks a certain way, and he, he, he yeah, like his presentation, his representation. That's what Chris Rock called it. Um, you know what I'm saying? His reputation is a certain way. That don't mean that he a good man. He just represents himself in a particular light. But somebody else is perception. seeing, yeah, perception. Someone else is seeing something that you're not seeing. Now, if you're still like, oh, I'm gonna fool with him anyways, then that's really your fault. Because and then there are times where you already seeing stuff for yourself, right? Yeah. Just like, like case in point, like I had people talk to me sideways because I got married. I thought my ex-wife's son was my son. And they were just like, well, you should have known better. I'm like, I need you to keep that same energy <laughs> when yeah. you make a bad decision. You know what I'm saying? Cause, but which is, but I, in one perspective, I do agree. Yeah, that was my fault. I had a lot of, man, Diesel, I had so many people while I was in the military tell me not to marry this woman. And I did it anyways. The same thing yeah. applies with, with women. Like, there's somebody saying, yo, this is, he's not a good dude. You know what I'm saying? I seen this. Like they physically seen. They ain't lying to to like get your man because they don't want the cat. But they actually they're trying to look out for your best interest, right? Um, and, and it was interesting. Uh, case in point, there's a video uh, called Second Chance, and uh, they actually they're not even together now. Like I was actually happy. I was like, good, cause that chick, she ain't. You know what I'm saying? But in any case, what happened was his this cat was accused of cheating on his um on his girlfriend and so yeah. he, he kept he kept telling him, he's like yo i didn't cheat well yes you did how do you know well the chick that you went with i hired her i gave her 50 dollars to basically like try to like seduce you and he was like why would you do that yeah so that one that's already a red flag not to fool with her because she's insecure right so but what happened was the tables turned and the chick was like she said well she, the dude was like, why'd you tell her that? She's like, well, I li-. she's like, he said, so you're lying. She's like, yeah, I lied to her. So then Shorty was like, wait, you lied to me? She's like, yeah, I lied to you. He's like, why would you do that for? She's like, because you don't deserve him. You don't know how to treat that cat. Mm-hmm. And essentially, she's like, I can treat him better than you can. Yeah, so if I got to lie <laughs> to get your dude, then so be it. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm trying to get at, 
like not not in that perspective because you got some people that, what i'm trying to say is not everybody's trying to do that some people are actually looking out for your best interest if the person is not good for you they actually care enough yeah. to say hey you need to leave this person alone case in point um i have a girl uh ex-girlfriend a couple years back um she she actually cheated on me went back to her baby daddy got married tried to get back with me and i was like nah bro that ain't what we do around here like stay away from me yeah right got divorced yeah. I actually hit her up as far as like music is concerned because she's a singer, but we conversed and I was just like, yo, we ain't never getting back together. I don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm for real. I was like, no, I learned enough about you to say, oh, you ain't learned your lesson. You're actually worse off than what you were before. We ain't ever getting, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't even want you because of like the stuff that I already witnessed and, and, and experienced. But what happened was while she was with the dude before I even came into the picture or even moved to the Texas, you had a whole bunch of people telling her, leave this dude alone. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then on top of that, he was married. So they was like, really leave this dude alone. And she wouldn't listen. You know what I'm saying? So that I think ultimately, even if, even if you don't have you didn't grow up talking about far as women is concerned, even if they didn't grow up having a, a positive male figure in their life, you still got somebody that know right from wrong and can see things and experience enough things to say, okay. I don't know what good looks like completely, but I know I know that ain't good for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And if you and if they have that mindset of well, you just hating, okay, well, I'm just gonna hate and watch you destroy your life. Have fun with that. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So, but in, in, in reference to 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 the topic I had saying peep game, at least I say this. I'll ask you this question. As far as men are concerned, if they actually want something healthy in a relationship, um, what type of things do, should they look out for? What type of things should should they be mindful of? Okay, uh, the number one thing is daddy issues. Mm. Got to be mindful of the daddy issues, man. I want to know what type of relationship they have with father, father figure, mm. um, and even if they have an amazing father figure. If they didn't have that relationship with their father, there's still the potential for some for some daddy issue mm. to come in. Um, you know, I like the old school trick, man. Is I asked them like what went wrong in their last relationship. Mm. You know, you, you can find out everything you need to know about them. Um, by if they're setting accountability for something that they could have did better, mm. or if it's all the other person. Granted, not to say there isn't going to be a set of circumstances where it isn't all the other person's fault, where the other person cheated on you know? I understand those things, but more often than not, it's the path that led them down the path, mm -hmm. not being able to uh, compromise. Um, women who um, who don't know how to be deep, you know what I'm saying? A woman that don't know how to be alone, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's a, danger, that's a dangerous woman, in my opinion. You know, um, and a, a woman that is more concerned with your words than what you do. Hmm. You, you know, um, I, I meet women who they're more concerned with getting a good morning text hmm. or someone faking interest than someone is actually making time for them in the midst of their busy life. Right, right. You know, um, and so the advice that I tell women is like, Men can fake words all day long. You can't really fake energy and, you know what I'm saying, action. You know what I'm saying? They might yeah. be able to fake that once or twice. A person can tell you what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if they're willing to make time for what's important, they can't fake it. Word. You, but, uh, it's, it's something that you said, um, daddy issues. I agree with that. that like, that's vitally important. Um, that's something I look at now, you know what I'm saying, when I'm talking to somebody. And, and of course, yeah, like even if they are in a, uh, actually have a relationship with their father, what type of things, you know what I'm saying, like how is the relationship? One thing that you had said too, when you was like, well, what happened in the last relationship um, with my, uh, man, dude, I got so many exes, it's pretty sad. But <laughs> like for real, like, yeah. But um, there was a young lady I was dating and, um, we broke up essentially one because on at least on my end, I should have took I should have took more time in taking the lead instead of like and 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 um 
working on our friendship because that's what I initially told yeah. her. I told her, I said, I said, I said, these are my intentions. She never asked me what my intentions were. And I, I thought that was interesting. I was like, man, you need to know what the dude wants from you. I'm like, well, um, my intentions are, I'm like, I do want to be in a, in a relationship with you, but I want us to reestablish our friendship. We were friends. I knew her since 2007. Like when I first met her, I always wanted to be with her, but I was like, let's be friends. I want to reestablish our friendship. Oh, we good. I don't think we good, but you think we good. Mm, okay. Yeah. But then <laughs> stuff started transpiring. I was like, nah, we ain't good. So at the maybe like a few weeks or so after we broke up, because it was a lot of lot of stuff, lot of stuff, she, uh, manipulation, not learning somebody's love language, toxic behavior, mm -hmm. and then defending it and me feeling some type mm -hmm. of way and getting frustrated when I'm like, yo, I don't like you doing that. And I'm telling you that. And you're still like making excuses for it. So now I'm learning things about you. And now you're gaslighting and being narcissistic and being manipulative as to like why all these other women left, but not, but negating the fact that they still came back around. So there's something, all these things, yeah. right? So, but one thing she had told me, cause I remember I asked about this cat. Like I, I know the cat, like me and him were cool at one point. Um, he cheated on her, got married. He cheated on her a couple times. I'm like, but that's he's actually a good dude. Why would he cheat on you? Well, he's a womanizer. I'm like, I mean, like, what is a womanizer? If you see, you're not blind to somebody that's beautiful. If you see a beautiful chick, you see a beautiful chick. Okay, that's that. Like, if she's cute, she's cute. If she's not, she's not. That doesn't really make you a womanizer. You just notice something. Just like, you know, a woman can be with a whole good-looking dude, right? And still pay attention to somebody that she thinks looks better than the dudes that she's with. So what is that? What does that mean? But in any case, she was talking and she was like, well, he cheated on me. But something important that she said, because I started noticing that with her. She said, I talk a certain way. I'm a certain way like this. And she said other people would like be, uh, they would kind of like, they were brought back a little bit like, yo, what's up with your chick? And he would say, oh, that's just the way she is. This is what she's telling me. And I'm like, okay, you, so you're, you're, you're cognizant of certain things that you're saying. You just don't care about certain things that you're saying. So now it's like, mm -hmm. oh, there's a likelihood that you were maybe talking to this cat a certain way. Like, cause in one case, you got some dudes that just cheat just cause it's like, they just want to smash. But if you got a dude that was actually a good dude and he starts cheating on you, there's gotta be a reason why. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you're not examining yourself. You're not trying to figure out why this is happening. So I said, well, what well, happened? It, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What's that? I was going to say, it's, it's women out there that have been cheated on, mm. and they honestly feel that they did everything right, and the man still cheated. Mm -hmm. That's what they tell themselves. That's just what men do. It's like, no, happy people don't cheat. Right. It's unhappy <laughs> on some level. Like, right. happy people don't cheat. Like it's just, it's just the way it works, right? Word. And I know because I, I've been that person that's been happy, um, and where you can't see anyone else but the person that you want. Yeah, like you can get any offer in the world, and you're like, no, I ain't good. Yeah, I'm happy where I'm at. Right. There's no such thing as being happier when you're happy. Mm. You know. Um. Um. But then there's been times where I stayed in situations far too long. And it was just like, man, I, I'm doing this because it makes me feel better than I feel because I'm not happy. Mm. I'm not getting what I need. This times I went and I hung out with them uh, just to get positive energy. Word. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't looking for anything else and I didn't let it go. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, the person I was with would not have been happy that I spent time and had those type of conversations. But it was like, well, I can't talk to you in the toxic environment where I can't detached from it right can't do a clean break right you know, can't do a clean break you know so you try to find other ways to try to cope Word. a lot of times when people are, are cheating so they're trying to cope mm. and stay in an unhappy relationship mm -hmm. not because they're trying to find something better mm. you know what i'm saying like a lot of times when you no 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 no. you said it. no i'm agreeing with you. you said they're trying to cope um just so when you said that real quick so what the young lady had told me she was like, I remember she was like, yo, if I'm doing anything wrong or something you don't like, tell me. She said, that's what I told the last cat. And he didn't believe her. He's like, oh, all women say that. I don't want to believe. So I was like, well, you dated the wrong cat. Because if you come at me sideways or something, I'm going to let you know. But then when I started letting her, hey, I don't like how you're talking to me. 
she started making excuses for it. I'm like, okay, now I see why my man. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, because what happened? Yeah, because what happened was, instead of him talking to her about it, he started talking to another chick about the situation. Mm -hmm. And now she may seem more understanding and this, that, this, and the third. So now when she walked in, he's cheating, but she's not trying to figure yeah. out. She's not really understanding why. Until it's like too late, and it's like, well, you were just cheating because you ain't this, 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 without examining your yourself, or even you know what I'm saying. Not now, I'm not um advocating cheating by no means. No, definitely not. You know what I'm saying. I'm not advocating that. In some perspective, we just got to understand that it's not just you just being impulsive and you want to have sex. Far as men or women are concerned, something may be lacking in the relationship. You know what I'm saying, and nothing is being discussed. So now, because of that, you venture off, or you're just talking to somebody here, and you're just having conversation, and then you say that this person is more. What I think what women don't understand is that men actually have <laughs> feelings too. Feelings, like, for real, like <laughs> we like to feel like, good. Like you understand me, I like right. you. <laughs> women are honestly feel like, well, I have sex with them, and I... like, like it's so much more to us. Like I mean, I, I've been in these. Situations, and I'm sure you find yourself in a situation where a woman has invited you over under the pretense, like, "Hey, I just want just want to hang out." Yeah. And you get over there, and she offers you sex, and you turn it down because you're like, "Whoa, I, I don't even know you like that. like." And now they're looking at two sideways. It's like, but you invited me over here to to hang out. That's what you say. That's what you say. You didn't invite me over here for sex. I didn't agree to that. That's that's not what I came over here for. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, eventually we may get to that point, but just because you offer me some sex doesn't mean I should take some sex. Right. Um, and I think it's a lot of men out there that they are accustomed. It was a lady I dated, man. Um, and she was so in love with me on the strength of she offered me sex in an unideal environment. We were in an apartment that she was moving out of, didn't have much furniture. And she wanted our first time to have sex to be like this. And I'm like, no, like, I have more respect for you. I don't want to have sex with you on the floor. Like, and in her mind, she was like, you're just the sweetest gentleman ever. Most men would have just said yes. Like, I'm just like, and I think highly of myself. And more importantly, like, if I see you on the floor for the first time, I don't see this going anywhere. I'm not really going to think. <laughs> right. this, this, this isn't a movie. We're not going to oh. find Remember that? Remember that, that one passionate like, like no, like I'm not going to think highly of. Had a passion night on the floor in the apartment <laughs> that she was moving out of, and we just yeah. and it was like we just walked into the sunset. It was happily ever after. Like what type of stuff are you watching to think? <laughs> I'm like for real, like, that's that's <laughs> yeah. not what I wanted from you. Word. And and it's been like over two years now, and this this woman has professed her love. She says God told her I am the one. It's on the strength of I showed her more respect than she was accustomed to getting. But it was about more respect for me. I'm like, mm. I'm, I'm not a teenage kid. Like, this is, you know, I, I might have lost my virginity in a manner like that. Like, hey, yeah, dude, yeah. we got an opportunity. I'm like, we're adults. Why are we having sex here on a, a floor in a half empty apartment? Why, right. I, I, what are we going through? Like, and even even the part that stuck, like when you said it, you said, you said that she said that God told you that you were it just off the strength of you saying no. Like, what kind of. Yes. Like you know, well you know I'm a believer, but I'm like I'm looking at. I wish you would have saw my face, bro. I was like, man, shut Let up. Let me take a message instead. <laughs> and, and it runs me the wrong way. It's like kind of tell me, like I'm like, this is what God told you. That's not what God told me. Okay, that that's part. Not, that's not, not that's not what God was telling that me. Part. He was telling me, uh, you don't know this. Wow. <laughs> and this is like this is but not what, what it is. But now see now even in so this goes back to the topic peep game. In my opinion, on the outside looking in, I look at that as being manipulative. Mm -hmm. She tried to use her body because now when you start reading stuff in Proverbs, it tells the man like, yo, watch out for a chick that just basically like offers herself to you. You know what I'm saying? Be careful of that. Mm -hmm. Or watch out for these women where their, their lips drip. With, you know what I'm saying? They speak all these nice words to you. Oh, you look good. You're handsome. Oh, you're the sweet young man because you didn't want to beat it up. It's like, okay, yeah, but what do you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, See, I don't... I don't know much about the book of Proverbs, Word. but I do know the book of Tupac. <laughs> and he says, I don't want it if it's that easy. Word. I, you know what I'm saying? Word. Like, I, I, I hate, Was that from I, I Get Around? Yes, from I Get Around. Yeah. He says, I, I, I hate to sound sleazy, but tease me. 
I don't want it if it's that easy. Word. And I've always felt that way. Wow. And the other thing I've always been real mindful of is no means no. Mm. Like, I grew up in the no means no generation. Word. So I, I had a lady I dated and I was so honest with her. Um, when I said it, it came across arrogant. But I was just being honest. I said, I've never asked for a sex in my life. I wouldn't know how to ask. You know what I'm saying? Anytime mm. I was intimate with a woman, it's because she made the choice to fit her body with me. Mm-hmm. It has never been a situation where I'm, hey, hey, are you going to let me have sex? But no, like, no, things happen. And that's how we ended up having sex. Right. I've never asked a woman for sex. Like, I wouldn't even know how. I wouldn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm for the no means no. You know what I'm saying? Because if I ask you one time and you tell me no, I'm, I'm not going to ask you again. Right, I'm not going to be. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to a, a statue of limitations on that no well this has to change maybe she changed her mind that's like a creep right right <laughs> you know exactly like, a woman you know what I'm saying she tells you no one time um, and then we'll, wants to still date uh, I don't I don't feel comfortable now you're gonna have to ask me for sex so let me put that out in the open you have to let me know right because you said no right and I don't want no misunderstanding word and you know what you, you, you said something there and you was like as far as like you have it's a certain word. You, you say it in a certain way. But basically, you say, you think of yourself highly, right? Yeah. And I think as men, if we were more mindful of that, if we knew what our worth is, just as men, not as like like going back to the whole being sexually um, objectified, financially objectified, socially objectified as men. But if we just like, yo, I'm a good dude. I have morals. I have a good character. And this don't look like a good idea. If we had, if we had more men that thought like that, we would be more mindful of the women that we got with. Because, and what my argument is this: I think it's twofold. Because you said at the very beginning of the podcast, you said if they had a standard that they wanted us to meet, we would meet it. But I'm like, we should have, a, we should automatically have a standard for ourselves. And if she can't meet that standard, then it's like, if she ain't trying to. The case in point: a couple years and on, it's like about like. Ooh, five years ago, I went on a date with this chick, right? She's an officer in the military. I love telling this story. So we go on a few dates, right? And she tells me what, uh, what type of dude she's looking for. And I was like, okay. She's like, well, I'm in a, I, you know what I'm saying? I got my degree. I just bought a house. I just bought, you know what I'm saying? I could buy a new brand, brand new spanking new car if I wanted to. What can a man offer me? And I was like, well, dad, you know, you still want to do the love you, right? And treat you good. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, okay. For real. So when she started asking me what I was looking for, and I started letting her know, she was like, oh, man. She said, I can't be that. Mm-hmm. No, but she no, she vocally said that. I've never dated a woman. Ever, no woman I've dated or talked to have ever said anything like that. She was that honest. She's, she's literally said, oh, man, I can't be that. And stopped talking to me, like, that night. Well, see... Because I, I I was raised by my mom, okay? You know what I'm saying? A lot of us were raised by one parent. Yeah. More often than not, that parent was mom. Mm-hmm. Mom, who we know to identify as being strong black woman. Mm. Strong black woman. Strong independent black woman. Um, you know what the strong black woman raises? She raises a child who feels like, a, a male child who feels like he don't need a woman. Mm. It's like okay, you know, I can cook, check. I can clean, check. Right. I can take care of my children that I created, mm-hmm. check. Um, I work because as a man, you got to be gainfully employed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I meet women. They're like, well, I don't feel I don't have any call for you. And I feel like you just said like, well, love, companionship, honesty, loyalty. Um, like I don't need you to come in and play mom. Mm-hmm. My kids have amazing mom you know we're not we're not in relationships any longer but i'm a single man who's a father i'm not a single father they have mom i'm looking for you to play mom i'm not looking for you to come pay my bills i don't need to lay up with you and eat the kids food (laughs) um you know i'm trying to build something that intimidates a lot of women a lot of women are looking for a man that's a project you know word and you know what's that's that's interesting um because, ah, uh, oh, man, I got stories. But I, I, and I already talked about this before in my previous podcast. But I, I think that's interesting because you, you, they say that, but it's like, it, it feels like there's a contradiction in what they're saying and versus what they're actually um, entertaining. 
which goes back to that video with, with Jeremy Holloman, right? When he was like, well, mm -hmm. the woman was like, we tired of niggas. We tired of doing this for niggas. We tired of doing that. He was like, but where are you finding them? And, where, and for you to be like, where the good men is like, we're here. We're either in, we're either hiding from you trying to get, that's where MGTOW comes into play. Cause a lot of cats, mm -hmm. they see stuff and it's like, oh, okay, you know, I don't want to fool with that. Like you, mm -hmm. you ain't, you ain't, you're not adding anything to me. I'm adding something to you quicker than you're adding something to me. And from a financial perspective, it's almost like there's a depreciation. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's a story about that. I don't know how true this was, but this lady, uh, she said, yo, I guess she lived in somewhere in New York. And so she's just like, yo, where can I find like rich single, you know what I'm saying? R rich bachelors. I'm trying to get to come up. Da, 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 da. And so the dude said, if you're that concerned about trying to find somebody rich, you do better making your own money. You know what I'm saying? And becoming successful in that manner versus trying to leech off somebody to become success to, be, to have money he said because right now we're looking at you as a depreciation you're draining from me but mm -hmm. even but even but even some of the women that have that that are financially well off like they still have that same mindset as the woman who's trying to leech on to a dude that that has money the mindset is still well, the same what can you do for me what can you do for me i mean like i turned in 39 this, this year mm -hmm. you know um so most of the women I'm dating were from my age older. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was in a relationship with a woman who was 41, um, recently divorced. Mm -hmm. So she is rebuilding. But she's looking for a man who has everything that she doesn't, uh, who already has the house and already has his credit where it needs to be, already is established, already is this and this, even though she's not. Mm -hmm. Because she's recently divorced, she's in transition happens to you know a, a lot of people yeah yeah but her thing is she's looking for a ready-made place and i asked you know what about you is so special that the man has already achieved all of his goals not wants to share half of that with you but like do you think a man's just going to meet a woman that's like wow you're so remarkable that everything that i worked hard to attain on my own now i want to have that's what we call a simp oh um, <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't really think those type of dudes fit you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, for one, a dude that's attained it, he attained it for a reason. Right. You know, and um, he may, that's, that's the type of dude that wants to control you because mm -hmm. you bring nothing to the table. Like, don't worry, I got it, I got it. Someone that wants to build. Mm -hmm. So you need to stop looking for someone to put you on. Find someone that wants to build with you. But see, you but, it, that's, but that's what I was talking about where it's like, there's a contradiction. You got some, I think it's more so in their mindset. Like, so you got some women that want a project because it makes them feel, basically, this is what I told my homeboy. You got some people that feel like they want to be worshipped. Like, mm -hmm. you should feel privileged in being in a relationship with me. And it's strictly because of physical stuff. Not, uh -huh. it's just, just sex. That's pretty much it. It's like, well, I look good. All these dudes want me. You should feel privileged for wanting to be with me. And then, oh, you ain't got your life together? Let me help you. You know what I'm saying? Because you, so you should be privileged. But if it's on the other, if the shoe's on the other foot, then it's like, well, it's either that where she wants somebody to already be established, but she has nothing to help him maintain it, which goes back to Proverbs 14 and 1 about a foolish, I mean, a wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman tears it down. She's likely will tear it down instead of saying, what can I do to build on to what you already have? What yep. can I add to you? You know what I'm saying? What, One what, of the one of the, the biggest um one of the, the, the biggest disconnects that men and women have is really simple um men want uh, women want to be wanted mm. and desired right mm. all right the issue is it's impossible to have something wanted at the same uh, can, can you elaborate on that okay if I have a cup of water I can't want a cup I have, I can want another cup of water. Mm -hmm. I can want a different beverage. Mm -hmm. But the whole concept to want something means you don't have it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Women want to be wanted. <clears throat> but if I have you, I can't want you. You know, I can appreciate you. Right. But I can't want and desire you if I have you. Desire comes from not having. Mm hmm. 
you know, but women want to be wanted. Like, prime example, Aisha Curry. I knew it. <laughs> you know what? Aisha yeah. Curry, like, bro, I mean, like, as a brother like yourself, it's like, come on, what more can you ask for? Right, exactly. You, 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 like, the, the man has married you, you as high school sweetheart, doesn't cheat, great father, brings in a great income, has put you in a position to be self-sufficient where you have your own income. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where if you had to walk away from any situation, your your quality of life would never be compromised because you are self-sufficient where you can feed your your side of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she wants to be pursued by other men. It never occurred to her that other men did did want her but they knew that she was happy in the situation. Exactly. They respected her vows of marriage and would never insult their marriage by shooting their, their shot. Right. You know, but at the core, it was wanting men to shoot their shot, expecting she to get turned down to make her feel better about herself. So it had nothing to do with Stefan at all. Exactly. It wasn't what Steph wasn't doing. She felt that he was getting attention from other women that he didn't ask for. Right. He was in the limelight, um, and she was, quote unquote, her own words, she was jealous. Of it bothered her. So she was in. Um, so she was in competition with her husband over popularity. Popularity. It, it bothered her that women would have the ah, we love you, Steph. We want to marry you, Steph. And a man like Steph Curry never even. Indulgence in that, right? You know, like, come on, like. Um, but even I think, a, I think even some of the women even said it. It's like, but it ain't dawn on you, like these women don't respect you, let alone him. Exactly. Like they don't respect neither one of y'all. They just want what you. Wow, it goes back to what you just said. They just want what you have, because you have something and, that they don't have. And I think it answers the age-old question that men are more respectful than women. Oh, that because. Men, and women didn't like it, but men are more respectful. Men do not hit on happily married women. No, nah, not men she happy. Not. You like, got everything going. Don't. You you happy? He ain't cheating on you. He doing everything right. Now why would we, I come we, in we, on that? <laughs> like like we, we don't like a, a man will shoot the shot in the inbox. You say you're happily married, um, and he might not even respond. You know what I'm saying? It's like, or, or he may say something fast. He's like, oh, I apologize. We should have best. Keep it moving. Word. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, men try to vet before we even shoot our We We, we want to know, is she married? We're not. You know what I'm saying? We never. I've never seen a woman I wanted to take her from her husband. Like, you know what? I think I'm more deserving of her than him. Word. You know it saying? goes like, back to what that never. chick did. With that show on uh, Second Chance, she's like, you got a mm-hmm. good dude, and you ain't appreciating that cat. I'm a t- but even so, even if you work, okay, case in point, like, the young lady I was dating last year, I, on Instagram, like, a couple chicks popped up and was like, yo, what's up? Da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, I'm in a relationship right now. And I was like, I'm good. And so I was like, well, can I be your friend? No, you can't not be my friend. Because your intentions are still on wanting to have a relationship with me just in case this don't work out. So I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, nah. And I was like, that's that's wild. But it, I mean, it, I guess it, it's different. I guess you can, I guess, I guess with us men, we can tell like if a woman is actually like cool in her relationship. I mean, remember that one song where she's like, uh, back in the 90s, she's like, I got a man. He's like, what your man got to do with me? Right? Look, I got a man. Right. But she's trying to hear that, see? Right. <laughs> But she kept entertaining it. If that exactly, it, all she had to do was shut it down right then and there, and it could have ignored that cat. But she liked the attention. But oh, so well, see, well, that's the point. That's but well, that's the point. I was what I want to say about happily married woman. When you inbox them and you shoot the shot, you get left on red. Mm-hmm. You're not even getting a response. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not even going to entertain it. She's not even going to say anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to be any back and forth. It's nipped in the bud. Right. Right, because she, she, one, she ain't trying to mess up something that she already got for whatever the reason is, but she's like, I'm going to stay faithful to that cat. You know what I'm saying? Something that um, my pastor, I, I think you know about uh, our church, about how our, our, our bishop passed. And so his wife, she's yeah. actually the pastor over the church now. I'm going to tell you the most interesting thing about this woman. Because I already, like, her and I, we chopped it up before when I was dating uh, this young lady at my church. So she gave me, like, 
some insight. It was just common sense insight, but she she really just chopped it up with me. But I appreciate the fact that she ain't letting these women slide, bro. <laughs> yeah. She is not letting them slide. Like I remember it was in January. I'm saying this for a reason because it's because she her and her husband, her and my bishop, they both talked about character. They actually preached against hypergamy as well. They preached yeah, against okay. that. They pre and I always thought that was interesting because, well, just backtrack real quick. So my bishop, he was from Philly. He used to sell drugs. He's a singer. Okay. He got signed to Motown when Motown was in okay. Detroit still, right? So okay. he was part of a very famous group. I'm not going to say who the group is, but he was part of a very famous group. They still talk about that group to this day, right? Okay. He leaves the group, becomes a Christian, believes he's called to be a pastor, joins the military, starts all over from scratch. His wife was there the whole time, bro. So, like, when I would listen to them talk, when I first joined the church, occasionally I would hear them preach against hypergamy. And I thought, and I always thought, it didn't, it didn't really dawn on me until, like, earlier this year. I was like, oh, snap. They were preaching against hypergamy the whole entire time. <laughs> and I was like, dang, mm -hmm. that's wild. But, because <clears throat> she's seen them in his ups and his downs and still stayed with the cat. Right? But, anyways, that's just, a, that's like an off topic. But, Far, she, she, like, case in point, she, she told women, she said, women, don't be inviting these dudes to the, to, to our church and try and get them saved just to have sex with these cats. She's like, we don't do that around here. I was like, yo, yeah. I was yeah. like, dang. But then, and then there's another time when she said, um, you want to have, you want to have, a, if you want to have a happy marriage, respect your husband, especially if he's doing this part to take care of you and do this, that, this, and the third. She said, she said, she said, you may feel some type of way, but I'm trying to tell you something. I'm trying to help you. She's like, because I respected my husband enough to where, like, even though he's dead, like, he entrusted me with something. Like, what if this dude don't, there's dudes right now, right, that don't entrust, like, when they die and they have their will, not, they're not, you know what I'm saying? The wife is not the benef uh, bene beneficiary. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, it's going to the kids, it's going to the mama, it's going to, but it ain't going to the wife. Why? Because it's like, yo, you, I can't trust you with this. I don't know what you're going to do with this, right? But then recently, um, I actually didn't go to church this particular Sunday, but my homeboy was telling me about it. And so what she said was, women, I need y'all to understand something. And she was actually talking about pride. She's like, don't be so puffed up to where you think you don't need a man. Don't think that you're su such in a position that you don't need a man in your life. She's like, and it was it was something else behind that. Cause she's like, she's like, cause in reality, we do need men. We do need men in our lives. They're actually vitally important. But she starts going to this whole other thing. I'm trying to remember. I can't think of it right now. But that's the thing that stuck out. She was like, don't be so puffed up to where you think like you don't need a man. And so, or, and so if you do get with a man, you treat him as if he's less than you he's like she's like that's not the case it shouldn't that shouldn't be the case so it's a lot of things i think it's a lot of thought processes that that need to be weeded out not just within women but within ourselves as men as well far as like us understanding our worth and who we are as men and the goal and it, you said it earlier you said what about my character and so that's what they always they that's something that they try to be mindful to always talk about is your character and your conduct. And you so you so you know what conduct is. It's, that's the way you carry yourself. But your character is who you are as a person. And it takes a while to work on your character, but ultimately, I think if people had better characters, we would have more um healthier relationships. People we would make more wiser decisions. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Word. So my bad, man. I just wanted like you. You were just saying a lot of stuff. that's just like popping up, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that, man." I'm gonna ask you this question. We'll end it off like this, all right, Diesel? What advice can you give to women first, and then men, in reference to relationships? Like, what's right. one major Bye. thing? At least one to one to three major things you can tell women. And then you can tell men. Okay. With women, uh, we'll keep it simple. Trust but verify. Mm. You know what I'm saying, like, you know, uh, stop letting men talk you in and out of everything. You know what I'm saying? It's about to act. 
by the actions. Not saying a man needs to pay your bill mm-hmm. on the first date. What I'm saying is hold him accountable and allow him to hold you accountable. It's a partnership. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying it's a it's it's a it's a, a team work. You know, um, a lot of women aren't sports fans. If you pay attention to why men love sports, you'll understand how to have a healthy relationship with a man. Mm. Teamwork matters. Mm. Um, men understands playing a role. Mm. Men understand that you, you can lead and I can lead. We both can lead at the same time. Mm. Depending on the task, it's offense and defense. Right. You know, um, and so just, just understand that men value teamwork. You know what I'm saying? It's about being a part of a team. Mm. A man isn't trying to control you. It's about being a part of a team. Um, when it comes to men, I would tell them, you know, um, you have to figure out who you are. You're responsible for your own happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, like, no woman can make you happy. No woman can make you unhappy. What's, what's, what makes you happy as a man is being able to hold your own and be a man of your word. Integrity matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to understand that just like it's men out there that have hidden agendas when they try to date, women out there doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Women out there running games. Women out there, they like to call it dating with a purpose. Um, but at, at the same time, <laughs> it's like, Well, I feel like there was shade behind that. <laughs> Like, I mean, because dating with a purpose, I'm just like, at the end of the day, um, when I meet a person, I give them my undivided attention mm. until we see it's not a good fit. There's nothing wrong with it not being a good fit. But I can't determine if it's a good fit. Like, if you at the shoe store, you can't determine if it's a good fit by putting half your foot in the shoe. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? If you date, you date a different person every night of the week, trying to find that right person. You know, I don't really think you're going to find anything other than more wear and tear. You know, I just think you got to take the time to get to know people. And you don't get to know a person until you deal with some adversity. You know, they used to say you don't know a person until you live with them. Mm -hmm. Now that I have five kids, I say you don't know a person until you have kids with them. (laughs) You really don't know uh, a person's value system, how they see the world. That's what I want to end on. Um, a lot of people think that true love is I'm into this person, they into me. We just all into each other. I don't think that's what true love is. True love is when two people can look out at the world and see it in the same way. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, when you understand how this person thinks, uh, they can act on your behalf because they understand what you value. I love when I go and do a business deal with the man and I think we got the deal and he says, I got to talk to my wife. I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love it because that's a team. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what my objective is as a salesperson, it's like, man, that's, that's a team and I can respect that because that's probably going to be a yes. Word. You know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's, it's probably, it's probably going to be a yes because if he's going to talk to the other person that makes choices, that's because it's a choice that he's leaning towards making. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to giving you a hard no, he didn't even consult the other part. He's like, this ain't even worth bringing to their. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, just stop looking for a person that's going to be into you and find a person that y'all are into the same. Okay. No? Mm-hmm. They think people find what they want, but hey, I give bad relationship advice for fun. So, oh, man. Okay. Uh, y'all, so y'all, y'all take it or leave it. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta take it and strive, man. All right. Well, Diesel, man, hey, I appreciate you doing this, man. Uh, I I think there's a strong likelihood that we're gonna chop it up again. Definitely. I'm gonna, I'm I'll reach out to you, man. But, uh, yeah, hey, just real quick before we go ahead and cut this off, um, tell us about your, uh, your uh, your uh, social media sites. Where where can we find you? As far as your music, your uh, your videos, uh, anything. Okay, definitely, definitely, man. You can find me at Diesel Grizzle. That's D E E D I L face E R E E Z I L. That's going to be on Facebook, Twitter, on Instagram. It is at 
professionally black. Um, you can check out my new comedy EP on all major platforms called Diesel Fuel. That's spelled like my name, D-E-E-Z-I-L. Um, and I'm going to leave y'all with a quick joke. You know? right. um, a lot of people say things like cheating starts with inappropriate conversations or keeping things from your mate, uh, just doing things that you don't want them to know about. People always say, that's what cheating starts with. And I feel them. They're wrong. Cheating starts with the letter C. You know? <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. I felt like that was like a double entendre. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, cheating starts with the letter C. You gotta get to the point. You don't know what cheating starts with. Let us see. You know? What the heck? <laughs> uh, you know, what she like I say, man? I give bad relationship advice. That's part of my set. I give bad relationship advice. <laughs> no, that's you're funny. I appreciate it, brother. That was a good one, man. All right, but yeah, all right, guys. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. That's supposed to be a different podcast. This is episode twenty-one, Peak Game featuring Diesel Greasel. All right, y'all. Peace and God bless. Deuce.